Welcome back to this weekend's edition of Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, David Shelsky, and you can follow me on Twitter at Skullworld and at MN Sports Podcast. Currently, the Vikings are looking at eight GM candidates. Here's the list. Monty Awesomefort, Titans Director of Player Personnel, John Spitek, Buccaneers VP of Player Personnel, Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, Browns VP of Football Operations, Catherine Rake, Eagles VP of Football Operations. I apologize if I say your last name wrong. Ryan Poles, Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel. Brandon Brown, Eagles Director of Player Personnel. Glenn Cook, Browns VP of Player Personnel. Elliot Wolf, Patriots Front Office Consultant. I haven't talked about Austin Fort. I haven't talked about Brandon Brown. And I haven't talked about Glenn Cook or Elliot Wolf. Things happen so fast. I uh, did a different podcast and something else instead. Glad I saved my time because it looks like the Vikings are down to two finalists. They appear to be choosing between two different philosophies. Traditional moving up the ranks, player personnel, college scouting approach. Or the football, moneyball, analytics driven approach. Now, Courtney Cronin from Minnesota Vikings, who is the Minnesota Vikings reporter for ESPN.com. I love listening to Courtney Cronin. I think she has the pace, or she has the pulse of the Minnesota Vikings and is not afraid to ask tough questions and in interviews. I like her a lot. She's a rising star, I believe. And hopefully, hopefully she stays the reporter for the Vikings for a little bit longer before she gets bumped up to a more national news type uh you know, job. So I love Courtney Cronin. She says the Vikings wanted to interview a host of candidates and different backgrounds. And that's certainly reflected in their two finalists for the GM job. Orion Poles strengths on the personal side and Coesi Adolfo Mensa background as commodities trader with an economics degree coupled with his work in analytics research and various front office roles make the Vikings choose one of two paths when they hire a GM. Either can wor- either can work, choose someone who has more of an evaluation scouting background or someone who is heavy in process and analytics. Those are what Courtney Cronin believes are the two options that we have coming for us with Coesi uh, Adolfo Menso, Menso, who's the Browns VP of Football Operations, and... Ryan Poles is the Chief Executive Director of Player Personnel. Now, I have talked about Ryan Poles already. He's 36 years old. I'm going to re I'm going to go over Ryan Poles again just so you can listen to this podcast. Don't have to go to my old one and you can um, decide for yourself who you want. Apologize, I'll still be coughing. I'm still recovering. I unfortunately got COVID and am rec- um, and have recovered from it and still working on the cough. Uh, Poles is 36. He blocked for Matt Ryan as a Boston College offensive lineman in the mid-2000s. He's been with the Chiefs for the past 13 seasons, working in the front office, led by GM Scott Pioli, John Dorsey, and Brett Veach. And honestly, you do not survive two regime changes if you're not outstanding at your job. Now, think about Kevin Stefanski as a coach for us, who was our longest-standing coach for the longest time, finally got a head coach job. And uh, 
Mensa, who's actually in the Browns organization. So you'll hear in interviews, if you ever go look him up, you'll talk about Kevin Stefanski. Cole's number one area of expertise is college scouting and the draft, but he's broadened his responsibilities over the years to include pro scouting contracts and much more. NFL reporter Aaron Wilson posted on Wednesday per a league source that Poles had an impressive interview with the Vikings for a general manager job. Now, he was one of three no finalists for the Giants job, but Giants hired Bills assistant GM Joe Schoen, so Poles is still available for us. Um, he was a finalist for the Panthers GM job last year. I believe he interviewed twice. They signed... Now, one of the highlights of of his era with the Chiefs is they signed free agents Joe Thune, traded for tackle Orlando Brown, and landed two starters in the draft. This is past year. Second round pick Creed Humphrey was arguably the best center in the NFL this year. And as a rookie... Now, he also got six-round pick Trey Smith. He started every game at guard and played very well. And he was the director of college scouting when they drafted Patrick Mahomes. Now, if you don't know this, they traded up to get Mahomes, and this wasn't a sure thing. They, The college scouting department backed Patrick Mahomes, and he was the director of college scouting. So you can say he's got a good eye for talent. There's other probably draft picks we can highlight, but we don't want to go into that at this time. Um, he has a couple of quotes i like to, to read off to you. He believes it's communication. It's being on the same page with the coaching staff. He's also reported saying, I truly believe when your coaching staff and your personnel are what." are walking together and making decisions together, they can have an in-depth discussion and identify what they want, not only for a position group, but for the culture that the that Coach Reed wants. I think you're on the right path, and I think you can do damage in terms of acquiring players that represent what you want to be as an organization. I feel like this is, a, is similar to Spielman's approach. He often talked about Talking to the coaches and finding a fit. Sorry, still coughing. Finding a fit for them, who they want as a culture. Now, Spielman missed on the culture part a couple of times because we lost some players to off-field issues. But that approach is seems to be similar to Pohl's approach. Of course, they came from a similar background. <clears throat> Poles is currently in his first season as the executive director of player personnel for the Kansas City Chiefs. He spent his entire career, the NFL career, with the Chiefs. He started in 09, Kansas City Chiefs player personnel assistant, 10 through 12, Kansas City Chiefs college scouting administrator, 13 through 16, Kansas City Chiefs college scouting coordinator, 2017, Kansas City Chiefs director of college scouting, 2018-2020, Kansas City Chiefs Assistant Director of Player Personnel. 2021, Kansas City Chiefs Executive Director of Player Personnel. His education was um, uh, Boston College. Now, now to focus on his, uh, what he did with the offensive line, pro football focus. Kansas City Chiefs 
Um, we're ranked second on the offensive line, which they jumped up considerably. They uh, went and got Orlando Brown Jr. rated out at a 75.1. Joe Thune, who I mentioned uh, got they drafted in the later rounds, 80.6. Now, 60s in the average range. So these guys are well above average. Creed Humphrey, 91.4. At center, rookie. They played two rookies, something the Vikings have trouble doing. Right guard, Trey Smith, 72.1. Right tackle, Lucas Niang, 64.6. Now compare that to the Vikings. Christian Darisaw, left tackle, 71.8. They got Orlando Brown, 75.1. I think we considering Darisaw was a rookie. That was a good that was a bright spot for the Spielman regime. Ezra Cleveland, 68.1. They have Joe Thune, 80.6. Now, Cleveland is playing out of position. Who knows what a new scheme will do for him? He is he's a he's a tackle. Playing guard, but he's been effective. I think there's room to improve when he's still young. Garrett Bradbury, 60.2, compared to Creed Humphrey, a rookie, 91.4. Think about that. Think about that difference. Garrett Bradbury was a number one center, can't miss candidate. He is, I thought he played a little bit better after he uh, came back from injury this past year, appeared to be losing his center position, and I think he played better down the stretch. Ole Udo, Udo uh, 54.7. You can say Co, uh, Co could go there, but 54.7 compared to 91, or 72.1 Trey Smith with the Kansas City Chiefs. And then Brian O'Neill, 73.7. We think of him a lot higher than that, uh, but their right tackles, Lewis Niang, 64.6. We're ranked 23rd. So considering our left and right tackle are right there, Ezra Cleveland, I think, has more potential. We are two spots away from having the turnaround that Kansas City Chiefs had. Now, is Poles the right guy to do it? Well, look, we'll see. He has a college scout or college scouting background, player personnel background. He's responsible for. He's been responsible for player contracts. He's been groomed for this position at GM. I can believe, I understand why he's a finalist. Now look at Kwesi Adolfo Mensa. Now I've seen him at the age of 32 online and 40 online. So let's, let's just say it's somewhere in between. Um, he's a young guy. Now he's the Cleveland Browns VP of Football Operations. He's a, currently a strong candidate for the Bears job. Although he is interviewing later this um, later this week for uh, for our job, so I think the Vikings are his number one choice. He's an Ivy League graduate, got his start as a day trader on Wall Street. He has a bachelor's degree in economics from Princeton and a master's degree in economics from Stanford. You're you're looking at a very analytically driven GM, something I believe the Vikings were lacking. So we're go- we would be going from one extreme player personnel to 
scouting to analytics. Now, what we would probably want is a mixture. However, let's see which GM we choose, and then we can see what their philosophy is. We kind of already know just from past experience with these with these two candidates. But it would be nice to have a healthy mixture of both. He was uh, one highlight is a part of the San Francisco staff that appeared in Super Bowl uh, Fifty Four. GM Andrew Barry thought so highly of Dafo Mensa that he stole him away from the 49ers last year to promote him to VP of football operations. His philosophy, um, he's quoted as saying what they bring to the table and find a, and see what the player brings to the table and find a way to use them in the offense. Leave it to the coaching staff to figure it out. If we can't, we are doing it wrong, he says. So he talks in an interview, he's talking to Kevin about Kevin Stefanski. He says, I picked this player. We we like his traits. It's up to the coach to figure out how to use him. That is not Rick Spielman, uh, for sure. We're, we're going analytics. In fact, one of his picks, third round, Anthony Schwartz, ran a 4 2 40. He was heavily questioned about it, and he says that um, we saw the value there. We picked him at third. That's something a Spielman would say. We saw the value there. However, his he got 23 targets this past year. His best game was his first game. He got half his yards in his first game. The rest of the season, he totaled 23 targets, only 10 receptions. 135 total yards with one TD. Now, mind you, he is a rookie. But the idea of, hey, I'm going to draft this talent. Kevin Stefanski has got to figure out how to play him. Makes me wonder a little bit about that philosophy and how successful it is. Now, keep in mind, we've had our uh, trepidations with um, high draft picks at receiver. And we've had our good times, like a Randy Moss or a Justin Jefferson. His experience, he's vice president of football operations at Cleveland Browns, 2020 to present. Before that, he was the director of football research and development for San Francisco, 2017-2019. And before that, he was the manager of football research and development, San Francisco 49ers, 13-16. Now, the 49ers... Look to be a model franchise right now. They have put together a good team that gets deep into playoff runs. Now, he's with Cleveland now, but when he was with the San Francisco 49ers, it just shows you a blueprint. Hey, Vikings, develop an organization like the 49ers, at least the research and development side of things. So, I love the fact that we interviewed Mensa. And we're picking his brain. This is something we could um, we could utilize. Something to I love the fact that we cast a wide net. We interview a lot of different people, a lot of different philosophies, and we can hone in on what the Vikings want to be in the future. Now, let's before we end this, let's talk about uh, what's been said about Mensa, the Browns GM Andrew Barry. This is via the Chicago Tribune. 
he's quoted as saying, number one, it's the general cognitive abilities. He's a super, super bright guy. And that comes across within the first two minutes that you meet him. And also in his interviews, he seems highly intelligent. Poles also is a highly intelligent. You can tell the different type of personalities. Honestly, Poles, um, he was asked a question about a player. He says, hey, here's my scout in the southeast. That's who you should talk to. He gave credit to um, his scouting uh, representative for a that they actually actually pick that player and let him talk about it. I just the different you know the differences um I don't see a whole lot about their personality. They both seem very personable and being able to uh, communicate to the press. So I like both candidates in that area. Number 2 and probably just as important it's just people skills. You could see how he had been able to build relationships across a number of different groups during his time at San Francisco in a role that can be very challenging because you have to be able to, to not only develop analytics or insights, but communicate them and get people to buy in. And then the other thing was just in breadth of understanding of the sport and football operations so even though he had formally just led the 49ers research group, you could tell that he understood team building, people, relationships, and managerial skills at a much higher level. So Andrew Berry stole him away from San Francisco. He maybe just wasn't moving up. He thought an opportunity to advance his career with the Browns. Honestly, between the two candidates and the success of the success of the uh, of the teams, the success of the draft picks is turning around the offensive line, the current turmoil, let's say, in Cleveland at quarterback, and what their future looks like. I think the the scale is tipping to Ryan Poles. I highlighted him before. I said at the time, uh, of the people I was interviewing, he was my number one choice. Well, him and Spytech, I'd say. It looks like Spytech's not getting a second interview. I was pretty even on both of them. But now that the finalists are Mensa and Poles, your friendly podcaster is humbly saying... I like polls in taking the ideas of having an analytics-driven organization and mixing both would be my highlight. I don't see an analyst being as good as personnel decisions and, and, and scouting like polls has. That, I believe polls' background is invaluable to an organization. I believe you can find a Mensa, bring him in as an analyst, and mold that together. So I think Poles is the more valuable uh, commodity. He seems to hit home runs on player personnel choices in scouting. I, I He's been given a lot of credit to what Kansas City has done. It is my pick... Hopefully the Vikings pick Ryan Poles as our next GM.
That's it for today. I appreciate you joining me for one more round of Minnesota Sports Talk. I look forward to talking to you again. Have a great day.